Welcome back to the Biased Opinion Sports Podcast. Today we're talking about Cam Newton signing with the Patriots. Some big news in New England. New franchise quarterback in town, possibly. Uh, we're talking about um, NBA playoffs. Got a rule proposal coming. Uh, rule change that we think would spice it up a little bit and not, um, I don't know, make things more interesting than Bucks Lakers. And we got, uh, we're talking NHL draft lottery, NHL rig draft lottery. Um, I got them, got some things to say about that. So yeah, PJ, let's get us started here. Cam Newton to the Pats, big news. What do you think? I'm not a fan of Cam Newton to the Patriots. I don't think Cam Newton is a very good quarterback. In the uh, last few years, he's been pretty bad. He got benched last year for Kyle Allen, and then the year before that, he couldn't really throw the ball at all. He needed offseason shoulder surgery, so we don't know if he can throw the ball any better. He's old now he's 31 so we don't know if he's going to be running the ball as much as he used to and looking at his career stats only uh three times has his completion percentage been above 60 percent and last year for his two games is 56.2 percent so he's not not very efficient and also i don't know who he's going to throw to or how the offense can get any better than it was last year so maybe he is still a decent quarterback but how big of a difference can he really make in the offense he's still got Nobody to throw the football to, so that, I don't. He's got no tight ends, and the receivers are all small and not very fast. So, even if he can throw the ball, I don't know who he's going to throw it to. And the running backs last year couldn't break any tackles, so I don't know. I think I would have, I would have given Stem the keys to the franchise. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. Um, and you talk about so first of all, Stenham, Uh I I'm glad we can stop talking about him because this is a guy that. So in college he was a fourth round pick, I'm pretty sure. I don't I don't even think it's worth looking. He was either third or fourth round pick. He went to Auburn. He transferred there from somewhere. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um and he didn't he, I think he beat Bama and then the next year he came in and got blown out by Bama. Um but I don't know. He was a fourth round pick for a reason. He maybe he'll be good, but um I don't know. The only people's main argument with Stidham is, oh well, Belichick drafted him for a reason. Belichick must see something in him if he didn't make a move at QB. Well, here's your move at QB, so maybe he doesn't see anything in him. I've never seen anyone watch Stidham play and give me legitimate, tangible evidence that this guy is a franchise QB. So I don't. I would never have given Stidham the keys. Maybe you throw him out there for a couple of games or two to see how he does. But um, a lot of the. A lot of the hype around Stidham was based off, oh, well, Belichick must like him. He drafted him. He, he he clearly wants to give him a chance. He also drafted Ryan Mallett and drafted Brian Hoyer. Drafted, um, I can't even think of half these guys off my head because they're, they're absolute nobodies. Danny Etling. Danny Etling. Yeah, exactly. Danny Etling was picked, I think, a round after Stidham was. Maybe two rounds. I don't know. But, and Danny Etling's an absolute nobody. He's out of the league. Jacoby Brissett's a backup to ancient Philip Rivers right now in Indianapolis, and he actually looked decent last year, but Jacoby Brissett's probably not going to be a starter anywhere anytime soon other than as a fill-in. Um, he's the offensive coordinator of the Redskins. Belichick drafted that guy. I can't remember. <laughs> he might have not. He, I think his name's Kevin or something. Kevin O'Connell, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, just because Belichick drafts a QB doesn't automatically mean he's good. Matt Castle, oh, yeah, elite Matt Castle. He made one Pro Bowl, I think. Um, and 
I don't know. The Stidham hype, I get it. Fans, maybe because Brady left, they were sad. They wanted someone to latch on to. They wanted, they wanted to feel confident. And I understand being positive. And um, I was trying to be as positive as I could about the Patriots. And I just, I, it's kind of, it was a dire situation. But I love this Cam Newton signing. Former MVP in 2015. I think two years following his MVP season, he wasn't that great. But 2018, you say he was bad in 2018. I don't think he was bad. Weeks 1 through 8, Cam Newton had 19 touchdowns, only 4 turnovers, a pass rating of 100.8. The uh, the Panthers went 6-2. and two, And and then they lost 6 games in a row? Well, against Pittsburgh, TJ Watt lit him up and he hurt his shoulder. And they got blown out in that game. And he was playing same. with one shoulder. He's never been the same since. He didn't, he's playing through an injury. Then he took a year off. And he was hurt. Yeah, but he was playing through it. He, this year off, he can recover. I don't know how much Cam Newton's a freak athlete. Cam Newton's probably the biggest physical freak at quarterback anyone's ever seen. Yeah, those touching hits, NFL field. those hits running the ball for the last eight years are gonna take its toll on him. If anyone can take that, it's Cam Newton. The guy's like six five, just all muscle. He's a beast. Six five, two forty five. Where's a flak jacket? He's been fine. Cam Newton is tough. He's a football player. Heisman Trophy winner, national championship winner, MVP. Ten years ago. Ran into the second best QB of all time in the Super Bowl and the best defense I've ever seen. Cam Newton, I don't know. I mean, for on a one-year deal, all incentive-based. If worst-case scenario, Cam Newton's still hurt in training camp, Bill, Bill Cotsum, you don't – there's, like, negative cap hit. There's nothing. You don't it's, – it's low risk, high reward. What's the worst-case scenario? Your boy Stidham gets in and Cam gets cut and you don't lose any money. Best-case scenario – you have a guy who's half as good as the MVP was, half as good and as twenty fifteen. Ten and six and losing the first round of the playoffs. You win the division, and then you play the Ravens, who haven't done anything in the playoffs with Lamar Jackson yet, and look god awful. You play the Chiefs, which Cam Newton can take over a game. He's proved that before. If anyone's going to take over a game, it's not going to be so, Stidham. So you think Cam Newton can take Patriots back to the Super Bowl? I think if Cam Newton's healthy. In a one-game situation against the Chiefs, he gives you a much better chance to win than anyone on the Patriots roster. And I think Cam Newton is the best QB in the division right now. So I think you're gonna, he's going to get you to the playoffs by winning the division. And I think you're probably going to have an opportunity against the Chiefs at that point if you can get by whoever you have to get by. The Steelers, the Browns, I'm not worried about them. Uh, the Ravens will probably be tough if you have to play them. But maybe the seating is weird and the Ravens have to play the Chiefs and you get a shot at one of those two teams. Yeah, all you gotta do is one game. It's one game, and all of a sudden you're there. I guess all I know is uh, Gus Malzahn is a very big fan of Jared Stidham. He uh, said earlier that uh, he's a that Jared Stidham's a se- obsessed with being the best, and uh, Jared Stidham he's got all the things it takes to be very successful. So Gus Malzahn, coach Jared Stidham for a couple years, knows what Jared Stidham's all about. Thinks he can uh, take over the reins, and I, I believe in Jared Stidham. I think at some point you gotta go with young young QB and try and develop him. If you want to talk about Gus Malzahn quotes, listen, let's listen to one from March 18th, 2020. Cam Newton is one of the best football players to ever play the game. <laughs> I know he's got good years left in him. Gus Malzahn, two months ago. So we're going to quote Gus Malzahn from exactly two months ago. Three months ago. If he's one a, of the best football players to ever play the game, he's got good years left in if him. If he's one of the best football players to ever play the game, and if he's got good years left in him, then why are the Patriots the only team to give him a contract offer on June 30th? With the NFL season hopefully two months away. 
I'm sure people were saying the same thing about Randy Moss when he left the Raiders. <laughs> he was washed up. He was a nobody. And then he had, what, 23 touchdowns? Twenty. I don't know what the name is. I guess. And now. also, Cam Newton's personality doesn't doesn't fit here. I don't know if Bill Belichick wants him doing Neither did Randy Moss's. Randy Moss's personality didn't fit here either when he left the Raiders. Neither did Chad Ochocinco's. Locker room cancer. Ochocinco's didn't fit either. 16 touchdown record. Ochocinco was, was washed. Is he was Cam Newton going to be wearing all this fancy stuff to the press conferences? Why not? I don't know if I don't know if he fits into Edelman the Edelman has his own brand. Edelman has JE11. He's a slot receiver. I guess. I don't know. I just don't know Bill, why it would take... Bill's lighting up a little bit. And then why would it take the Patriots so long to sign him? If he was a part of their plans, why wouldn't they Cam just sign him Cam wanted more money. Cam wanted more money. So you just have so to... So Cam brought his price down. So you're just waiting for Cam to bring his price down to the lowest possible price. You don't have... They don't have any money. They have the least cap space in the league. They couldn't have offered him So you're saying money. the price from now between... Like, June 8th was that big of a price difference. I think Cam wanted guaranteed money back then. And then he realized he wasn't going to get guaranteed money because he's injured. He's injured and nobody else in the league wants him. Well, the rest of the league thinks he's injured and they can't do medicals because of the coronavirus. He he probably still is injured. Nobody else in the league needs a QB right now. Everybody will take an upgrade if they can get an upgrade. I guess, but... Also, these teams that just drafted a QB in the first round aren't going to go sign. And what happened to tank for Trevor? If you can, if Jared Sidham sucks, then you can tank for Trevor and go three and thirteen, and they get a good pick in the draft. I, I right said now, it a year ago, and I, I, I'm still saying it. I'm not sold on Trevor. I'm still not sold. Peyton with wheels has not sold me. So tank for Trevor. I'd rather tank for Fields. Fields was a better player last year. Fine, tank for one of the two, but you can't do that now with Cam Newton. Tank for the uh, new North Dakota kid. Forgot his name, but. He's going to go round one, too. Cam Newton. Well, if Cam Newton is as bad as you say he are, wouldn't this be tanking? As bad as you say he is? Well, he's, he's going to get, like, 8-8. Eight and eight. I mean, I don't and know. if Stidham, if you want to give Stidham... If you're going to go 8-8, eight eight, you might as well just go 8-8 eight eight with Jared Stidham than 8-8 eight eight with Cam Newton. I don't think Jared Stidham would get you 8-8. Eight eight. I think Jared Stidham, I think would, Jared Stidham eight would make eight. Bill Belichick want to retire from football, and I think <laughs> Bill knows that. I don't think so. I think Hoyer is probably starting over Jared Stidham. I also heard Jared that Jared Stidham. Stidham isn't even working out with the team right now. He's in, like, Texas. With like a family meeting or a family Why? event. I don't know. He's been in Texas the last 10 days. Tom, you know where Tom Brady is? He's, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady's with his teammates. I know. Day in, day out. I know. The NFL Mike, says he shouldn't be, but Chris, everybody is Gronk, with, everybody's with their teammates except for Jared Sidham right now. Bright? Jared Sidham's in Texas right now. I don't think Bill liked that. I don't think Bill liked that. This is probably sending a message to Stidham. Get to Foxborough now. What is Stidham doing? I had no idea. See, he's this is what I'm talking about. He's Stidham, in Texas. I don't understand the hype around Stidham. No matter if we drafted any player, we could have drafted me fourth round, and every Patriots fan would be like, "Oh well, Bill trusts him." <laughs> Seamus Kelly, that kid's a superstar. Trust me, I saw that kid play at Auburn. Nobody saw him play at Auburn. Nobody from Massachusetts watched Auburn last year. He's still two be years better now. in the future than Cam Newton will be this year. I strongly disagree. You have no idea what Jared Sidham. Nobody has any idea what Jared Sidham is. Probably I've not. Seen Cam Newton the last two it, years it has been. He got benched by Kyle Allen for Kyle. He Allen. didn't get benched. He was hurt. So Cam Newton... He got benched, and then they said he was hurt. Cam Newton playing eight healthy games and eight severely injured games in 2018. Still completed 68% of his passes. Still had a better pass rating in 2018. Carson Wentz, a guy that Eagles fans and a lot of people like to say is a future star. Better pass rating than him. What happened in 2016 with a 52.9% completion percentage? I told you. He He had two bad years. But he was also elite running in those two years. And also... Look at his receivers. Devin Funches. Okay, look at the receivers now. Calvin They're not Benjamin. much better. Julian Edelman's... M- Devin Funches makes Nikhil Harry look like Jerry Rice. 
Devin Funches is the worst receiver I've ever seen playing an NFL game. Michigan alum, by the way, classic Michigan. That guy, I think, coming out of the draft or coming out of college, people said he would be a tight end because he couldn't run. No, he still plays wide out, still can't run. I think now he's on the Colts or something. I don't know what team he's on anymore, but he's terrible is what he is. So Devin Funches is gone. Kelvin Benjamin, probably the laziest, least motivated, overrated wide receivers to ever come into the league. When he was playing for Josh Allen, Josh Allen asked him to play catch before a game. He said, nah, I don't feel like it. Kelvin Benjamin was an absolute bum. Cam, Cam Newton, what did he do? He made him look like Randy Moss. He made him look like Megatron. Cam Newton has the talent. He elevates the play of those around him. I, I don't see why you don't like Cam Newton. I don't see... I, Cam Newton's electric. Cam Newton's a big-time personality. He's going to take over that locker room. He's going to be QB1. Gilmore's hyped. James White's hyped. I saw them on Twitter. He's going to get hurt after like three games. Well, you're only paying him $1 million, so who cares? Well, Richard Sherman's not very happy that they're only paying him $1 million. He, uh, tweeted, I don't blame Sherman. He's he, an MVP. He quote-tweeted Shefty and said, How many former league MVPs have had to sign for the minimum? I'm asking for a friend. That's just ridiculous. A transcendent talent and a less talented... Unless talented QBs are getting $15, 16000000 million a year. Disgusting. Absurd stat. Ready? Case Keenum is making more money than Jameis Winston. Led the league in passing yards last year. And 25 years old. Led the league in passing yards and last year. Interceptions. 20. What, did, what did Chase Daniel lead the league in? Not interceptions. Chase Dan- I said Case Keenum. I meant Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel is getting paid more to be a backup who's never done anything in his career. Getting paid more than Jameis Winston and Cam Newton combined. That is god-awful. And I think Mariota's the highest-paid backup in the league right now. Mariota's terrible. I the Titans say, were a joke of a team I, until they benched Mariota. I didn't say Mariota was Mariota's god-awful, and he's making say. way more money than Cam. You hate the Cam signing? Your boy Gruden's going to pay Mariota as the highest-paid backup in football? I didn't that say, is disgusting. I didn't say Mariota was better than Cam. I think Brandon Whedon's making money still in the NFL. Brandon Whedon should have been out of the league before he I even was in the it. The Patriots should look more to the future. Cam Newton is definitely not a part of the future. He's going to be part of the next six what? games. He's 31. Yeah, he's going to get hurt. He's, he's got a one-year contract. He's going to be done. He's about to go into the best locker room, best coaching staff, probably the best weapons he's ever had, which is sad to say. Yeah. Was te- he, he took Ted Ginn to the Super Bowl. Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn can't catch. Did I always trash. I trashed Sanu and Nikhil Harry's hands mm-hmm. for a year, mm-hmm. and they have better hands than Ted Ginn. Cam Newton has never had a weapon as good as Julian Edelman. He has James White, which, I mean, all right, he's had McCaffrey. I, yeah, so I failed to mention had, that, but McCaffrey's also a running back. It's different. Completion percentage with McCaffrey. McCaffrey is not that much better as a receiver as James White is, so he's a better runner, 100%. No doubt about it, no question. He's probably the second, second or third best offensive weapon in the league as of last year, but two years ago when he was playing with healthy Cam, he wasn't. That much better as a receiver than James White is. So James White and Julian Edelman are already the best weapons he's ever had, if you ask me. Uh, I don't count Greg Olson. Greg Olson was washed. He's always washed. Greg Olson was maybe a product of Cam. He did nothing last year. I think he was hurt, but nothing without Cam. I love the signing. I could not be more excited. I wanted this all summer. I was waiting for this. I was so, so worried going to the season with Stidham unless we were tanking for 0-16. I don't think the signing makes any difference to the uh, final record. You don't, like think that, you don't think that Cam Newton gives the Patriots the most talented QB in the division? Uh, Sam Darnold's still the worst. No, I don't. Two is a rookie with no O-line and no receivers. But Josh Allen. Josh Allen is just worse Cam Newton. 
Healthy Cam Newton has upgraded Josh Allen. Josh Allen's Walmart Cam. We have got to give Jared Sim a chance. We do not. We do not need. I'd rather give Hoyer a chance. Hoyer's made the playoffs before. I think he's the last QB to make the playoffs. Or maybe he took. Maybe he had a winning record with the Browns or something like that. He had, he had something weird with the Browns. He had a good season there. I'd give Hoyer a chance over Stidham. Stidham, there's no evidence to to suggest that Stidham can play ball. I I don't want to see Stidham. There is sorry. evidence. The uh, preseason last year. Him oh, and, him and oh, Jacoby Myers were on the, fire. I think Josh McCown might be the best preseason QB of all time. So let's go sign Josh McCown off the streets. Franchise QB right there. I do not want to hear about Jared Stidham again for Patriots fans unless Cam Newton gets cut. I don't want to hear about a second or third string QB. And also, I think Jamar Smith, if you want to talk about young QBs with potential, go watch some Jamar Smith highlights on YouTube, Pats fans. Undrafted free agent. Guy's a beast. Better than Stidham. More talented. All right. Moving on. Sure. I got a new proposal for the uh, NBA restarted league. That's going to be happening. So a bunch of players are not playing for whatever reason, whether it's safety or race or not really feeling like playing. So first one that came to our attention was Avery Bradley for the Lakers. He was not going to play. And then reports coming out that J.R. Smith is signing with the Lakers. So I was like, okay, we do not need to see any more J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith has been bounced around the league however many times. So we don't need to see these players that – Let's just say one player per team is not going to play. We don't need to see these players replaced by J.R. Smith and Amari Stoudemire. And our, Melo's already on a team, but a Carmelo Anthony, you get the point. Or Kevin Garnett. Is Kevin retired? He's, you know, Kevin Garnett and Kendrick Perkins, Paul Pierce. We don't need to see these old guys that are washed up that just get recycled through the league. So what I think the NBA should do is have a lottery draft midseason. If that makes any sense, I don't know what I don't know what my draft is called. I haven't came up with a name for it. But basically, like there's a, there's a fantasy draft. A fantasy draft. So there's 22 teams in the league that are going to be restarting. That means eight teams in the league will be, I think there's 30 teams in the league. So eight teams will not be playing. So what I propose is the player, the teams. You don't even have to lose a player because it wouldn't be fair if you just lose a player. So any team can pick a player from the eight teams that are sitting at home. So basically, Steph Curry can be picked by the Lakers. Trey Young can be picked by the Bucks. And all people would say this is unfair. Well, people players in the NBA switch teams all the time, so really shouldn't. Why shouldn't it matter if they're switching teams now? Because if they're just going to do it in the off season, and there's no rules against it, people just go from team to team whenever they feel like it. So I don't see why they can't do it now. So for the draft, I would have some type of lottery. I don't. I haven't worked out the percentages, but teams that have above forty wins. Uh, that's half of the 22 teams remaining. So that's Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Mavericks, Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat. They'll all be in a lottery for the first 11 picks in the draft. And then the next 11 teams will be in a lottery for picks 12 through 22. So basically any one of those 11 teams can get the first pick. So let's just say the Jazz get the first pick. They would pick Steph Curry. And Steph Curry would go on to the Jazz to replace one of their players that's not playing. And then the Nuggets will pick, and then they would pick Trey Young. So I think, I think it'd be very interesting. There's some good players still left in the league. Uh, I'm sure Clay Thompson would come back from injury if there was a championship to be won. Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, I don't. Well, I haven't watched a single minute of Timberwolves basketball. I know Shams has seen them play live a few times, but I have, <laughs> I have not seen him play. But he's supposedly one of the best centers in the league. 
I'm not sure. They might still have Andrew Wiggins, I think so, right? No, he, he actually got traded to Golden State, so he'll still oh, be so available. So Wiggins is still in the draft. Wiggins and D. Loning got, they got traded. So you have Wiggins, Clay Thompson, Carl Anthony <laughs> Towns, Steph Curry, and D. Loading all in the Western Conference draft. You can pick from another conference, but they're all there are only two teams from the Western Conference that are not in. And then from the Eastern Conference, you can pick from Kevin Love, Trey Young, Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin, Terry Rozier, and then you, you you can pick some young guys like Zach Levine or R.J. Barrett. There's a bunch of there's a lot of talent out there, and I think these players would be motivated to play, maybe get a contract offer, and I think it would spice up the league a little bit. It'd be better than seeing J.R. Smith being rolled back out there, throwing the ball in the wrong direction with two seconds left in the game. I love it. I think so. With your proposal, say the lottery goes as planned, the Bucks get the first pick. They take Curry. I'm assuming. Yeah. Curry Curry has to be the first pick. If Clay's back, Clay got towards ACL a year ago, and at the time they said it was minor, so he should be fine. There's a championship on the line. Clay, LeBron's call. LeBron calls Clay on the phone and says, "Clay, we we need you." Yeah, we need you to replace Clay and LeBron. Bradley. Clay, LeBron, AD, Rondo. Like, I mean, if you get Clay, then KCP doesn't have to play anymore. No, that guy's playing the third most minutes of the night for the Lakers. By the way, that's. It, if you're a Lakers fan and you think you're a championship, we can a lot, add, that's we can, worrisome. I can add, I'm going to add to the draft right now. If you pick a player and one of your players, if, and all your players are still playing, you have to release a player. So if the Celtics, if everybody in the Celtics is reporting and the Celtics are picking a player, then they got to drop a player who goes back into the draft. Lakers got to release Kuzma. <laughs> all right, so Kuzma will go back into <laughs> Kuz, the draft. Kuzma's a, a liability. But Clay fits the Lakers. I mean, he's basically, he plays better defense than Avery Bradley, and he's the second best shooter of all time. So he just slides right into that slot so perfectly. Instantly becomes the best third option maybe the league has ever seen. He already was that when Steph and KD were together. But the Lakers with Clay versus the Bucks with Steph. And Steph and Giannis together, too, would be unreal. That's perfect. Giannis, the only way to beat the Bucks was to force him to shoot, at least when they were playing the Celtics in the playoffs. And, I mean, yeah, that's unstoppable. That would be one of the best series of all time. I think, in the finals, if you had those two guys together, just super teams going at it. Third pick would be the Raptors. Who are the Raps taking? Do the Raps decline to pick their team? They, they, they do have a lot of teams. They could get Cat. I could find a Canadian somewhere. Uh, Wiggins. Is Wiggins from Canada? Wiggins from Canada. Wiggins would fit into the Raptors. <laughs> RJ is also from Canada. Yes, yeah, so they could take RJ. So that's a, I think RJ is probably better at basketball, yeah. even as a rookie. I. RJ to the Raptors, they play as a team. Cat, he's kind of soft. He doesn't fit that mold well. Maybe he'll fall down to the 76ers. Trey is still on the board, too. Next up would be the Clippers. Who are the Clippers? Clippers could use D-loading or Trey. I like D-loading to the Clippers. I just like that. I think that would fit well. That'd be a good move. D-loading back to L.A. D-loading and the Lakers kind of have beef, too, so that's like a good rivalry boost right there. There's extra motivation. You can also get Vince Carter back in the league. We could... Bring Vince out of retirement? Right, yes. He recently retired. Because he, re- he retired because his team's not playing. How sad is that? The uh, the Celtics actually have the nice pick. Do the Celtics need a vet? The yes, Celtics they could go with vet. Vince. The Celtics, they pass on Cat to go with Vince here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, some crazy stuff could happen. You never know. The Rockets can retake Clint Capella. How do the salaries work out in this fantasy draft? You, the, the salaries matter. Or well, we the Hawks aren't playing, so they can still pay the guy. Still, okay, so I'm just making sure we don't need like match salaries. With I mean, the, guy the league cut. money is all pulled together, right? If, if we had to match salaries with the guy who's cut, then we're the not Celtics, matching salaries at the all. The Celtics would be that would be perfect for that though, because you cut Hayward. <laughs> <laughs> so you get rid of a max contract. Not, no, the contract. You pick up anyone you want. Contracts don't matter. We're just playing ball. 
we're playing ball here. So and then uh, the Celtics need a vet. They have no vet leadership. Tatum could take them however far they need. Although I, uh, Tatum's got a lot of friends around the league, so you never know. Tatum probably has a. He's probably friends with some guys that he'd want to try. I don't know. Vince might be a little too old for him. Um. Yeah, I mean, this could be electric. Could Jimmy be. Butler could get a second superstar down on my end. Oh, Jimmy Butler wouldn't like that. No. See, that's the thing. So this they, is where it gets weird. Does Pat Riley... Pat Riley, he's smart. He knows that Jimmy Butler doesn't want to... Right, he he's might. taking a role player. Yeah, he could. Maybe. Or he's taking a rookie like... Like a... Like, like Cam like Reddish. Yeah, like Cam Reddish. Perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect fit in Miami. See, these teams are shaping up to be brilliant. Where's Blake going? Blake's a beast. Blake Does Griffin? Blake go back to LA, actually? Blake back Maybe to the Clippers. Maybe Blake and Doc again? Blake, Doc... Or I you actually, could go to the Thunder with back with CP3. Wow. They, don't they not like each other anymore, though? <laughs> but Lob City down in OKC would be awesome. And also, I just want to add, how are the Pacers in the playoffs? I don't understand that. I, I like the Pacers at Oladipo when they were the eight seed against LeBron oh, or whatever. Oh, because they got that they guy, that European games. guy, Sabonis. Sabonis is carrying the Pacers? Yeah. I would love to see the Pacers in this fantasy draft pick up Sabon- a legit Oh, no, Sabonis is from Oregon. Indiana loves their basketball. I, oh, he played in Spain. He's Lithuanian. I don't know. This is a good proposal. I mean, this would be absolutely electric. And imagine if it was televised, too, and the players had input. Like, you had, like, LeBron go represent the Lakers. Maybe let LeBron make the pick. LeBron probably would make the pick. Yeah. The Lakers would just let it happen. And LeBron would... LeBron would be a lot happier with some random some guy over J.R. Smith. <laughs> yes, agreed. Imagine Clay. The Lakers would fit so perfectly. That'd be awesome. It'd be perfect. It would be perfect basketball. I mean, the Rockets would just draft somebody. D Rose is still available. D Rose. D Rose. Oh, LeBron would probably pick D Rose. He and he'd say it would be out of respect or something. He'd say, "Oh, D Rose, respect. What could have been or something like something like that." MVP, legend. D Rose would go early. Or Jimmy would take D-Rose or something like that. Oh, no, they don't like each other. I forgot about that. They're Bulls. No, Jimmy, that's too big of a personality for Jimmy. Jim, Jimmy and D-Rose do not like each other. They, I think Jimmy drove D-Rose out of Chicago. And then Jimmy drove himself out. Who are your, who are your Mavs picking up? I, have, I don't know. Who, who does Cuban want? I think D-Rose would be good in the Mavs. They don't really have a point... Point I mean, Luca kind of plays, but he's he's huge. He's a big guy. Yeah, they can get the ball. They need like a true hands. point guard down yeah. there. Although I wouldn't call D Rose a true point guard. He doesn't really pass, but I don't know. He's, he's Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton still in this draft. <laughs> Young Bull Sexton to the Mavs. Think of all this talent that we're having. There is a lot of talent around the league. Ma- Matthew Del- Delvadova still on the on and Larry Nance Jr. No, 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 no. Larry Nance is not getting redrafted here. There's not a single player in the league I would rather have. That I would rather cut than Larry Nance Jr. That guy is so bad at basketball. Always has been, always will be. Who else Who else we have? Laurie Markkinen, he can shoot threes. He's a big guy. Yeah, I'm, we're running. I haven't looked at the The Knicks, Knicks have no talent. We can't even look at this roster. Julius Randle. Big contract <laughs> signing. <laughs> you like Randle. Dennis Smith Jr. Taj Gibson, that's bust. another bit veteran presence. Taj, he'd be a good end-of-the-bench guy in a playoff run. Yeah. He's tough. He's been in the league forever. So, yeah, I mean, I like this proposal. I have no qualms with it. I know. It Some would cause would, a lot of controversy, but it'd be a lot would, of fun. It would be a lot of fun. I mean, if people are calling this an asterisk season anyway, if you want to call it an asterisk season, then you should have no complaints with this. I agree. And if there's players sitting out, 
then it's an asterisk season if you ask me. That's dumb. If half the league is sitting out, which I don't think it's going to be that many, but if it gets to that, or if like if LeBron tests positive and he can't play in Game Seven or something like that, what there's is where that? Clay comes in handy. If imagine Game Seven of the NBA Finals, Bucks Lakers, LeBron tests positive. Yeah, I don't think that the NBA would, be, would cover that up. They would. Have they would to. have to. But imagine that. That would be awful. That would be. That would be terrible. That would ruin the game. Like they'd have to postpone the game. They'd have to. They couldn't let that happen. So yeah, I like it. I have no qualms. If you're calling it an asterisk season then you have to support this or else you're a hypocrite because this would make it electric, and if it doesn't count anyway, then who cares? Let's make it electric. Uh, and then, last, you want to move on? You're in? I'm, yeah, you can You can talk about the, the uh, NHL lottery. So, I know you're not too happy about it. NHL draft lottery was a few days ago. Um, Red Wings, a team that has been one of the most successful teams, if not the most successful team, over the last, like, 25 years consistently. They have they they have like the craziest longest playoff streak whatever, for the first time ever there in my lifetime they were god awful they were terrible this year and it's not like, I mean, Eiserman who's one of the better GMs in hockey took over the team, uh he he pretty much cleaned house but they were I mean they were an old, expensive team you couldn't do much with that roster you had no assets to build anything off of so they were bad, and it's I mean when you have a sustained run for twenty five years that's gonna happen, um. It's not like they had good players and they were tanking or playing bad. They deserved the number one overall pick. They needed the number one overall pick. They needed it bad. And so everyone came in. And the first overall pick this this year, Alexis Lafreniere, he's, he's a lock to go number one. He's legit. Watching him at the World Juniors, he was unreal. He's an unreal prospect. He's a legit player. And there is good talent after number one. But, I mean, this kid's legit. He's a true number one center from day one. And... um. The NHL decides for the lottery this year. I don't know if it was for TV ratings, for I don't know what it's for. I don't. They're trying to get hype, something dumb. But for some reason, they think that it's a great idea to include eight the eight playing teams for their proposed playoff schedule, which we talked about already in the last episode. If you don't know, you can go listen to that. The eight teams that lose are going to be lottery teams. I don't know why they had to include these eight teams. There was no reason to. Just make them the eight. Reverse order of standings once they all lose. Make those the back half of the top 15. But whatever. We need to include it. We can't just do a 17 lottery because we need ratings. So we're including placeholder teams in the lottery. And a placeholder team that had like a 2% chance at the number one overall pick <laughs> gets the first overall pick. So a playoff team that loses in the first round. Oh, it's technically not playoffs. It's playoffs. One of these teams that doesn't deserve the first overall pick but also doesn't deserve to be playing in playoffs not only has a chance to win the Stanley Cup, but if they lose, then they have a chance to go get the first overall pick and go get an elite player first overall in the draft. And they get the first overall pick in the Red Wings. Not only do they not get one, they don't get two, they don't get three, they get fourth. And they get just absolutely robbed. They get robbed. And I don't have it up right now. Um, but these eight, eight play-in teams... So, in my opinion, I think it's rigged. I think the NHL rigged it for hype. I think they wanted to get people talking about the league. They saw what the NFL did with their draft, best ratings ever. They want this secondary lottery to be absolutely hype. They want people to care about this play-in rounds. They want to add some things to it. But I think it's dumb. I think if you're the Montreal Canadiens, the Montreal Canadiens are a bad team. They do not deserve to be in the playoffs. They don't deserve to be anywhere near the playoffs. The Penguins are going to annihilate them, if you ask me, unless something crazy happens, which, I mean, it happens. It's the NHL, but they're not winning the Cup. 
Why would they try in this first-round series against the Penguins? So the Montreal Canadiens are going to lose. They have a 13% chance at the first overall pick. And by the way, it's a French-Canadian kid named Alexis <laughs> with an accent in his last name. Oh, Montreal, they're going to happen to pick up the, the best French-Canadian kid since Guy Lafleur. What is that? It's garbage. It's rigged. I think Canadians are going to end up with the first pick. Watch it happen. I'm calling it now. Montreal is getting the first pick. They're going to land Lafreniere. And it's rigged. And the Red Wings got screwed. And if I was a Red Wings fan, I'd be mad. Luckily, there's some good talent after the first pick in this draft. You have Quinton Byfield. Uh, there's, there's a German kid. Stutzel or something his name is. Um, Drysdale's a good defenseman. There's good players still. But, I mean, come on. They got absolutely robbed. And so, yeah, when the Canadians get the first pick, you heard it here first. Bias Opinion Podcast. It's a rigged league right now. Not a rigged league. Rigged draft lottery, I should say. But, I mean, I think you can make the argument that the NHL's rigged draft lotteries before. They've bent the rules. They've changed the rules. And another thing PJ pointed out to me, we were talking about it before the podcast. The NHL, if you look up these lottery rules, it's impossible to decipher what they're saying. It makes no sense. It's just absolute nonsense. It's like, oh, and if this team, the second lottery plan, blah, 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 on and on and on. It makes no sense. It's so confusing that you try to read into it, so you just give up three sentences in. At least <laughs> I do. And I think they did that on purpose because to hide from the fact that if you look into it and you read into it too much, you realize it's rigged. So the NHL is making this extremely complicated process just so they can rig it. So Montreal or Toronto, which if Toronto gets the first overall pick, I really would consider stop watching hockey. <laughs> That is god-awful. They still lose in the first round to the Bruins every year, but oh my goodness, if Toronto gets the first overall pick, that would make me lose my love for the game, I think. I don't know if I could watch the NHL anymore if Toronto gets the first pick. I might just watch the Providence Bruins and be a minor league guy, an NHL guy, because that would be god-awful. But none of these teams deserve the first overall pick. None of these teams deserve to even be in the playoffs other than Pittsburgh, Edmonton, and maybe the Hurricanes. And the, I, I don't know. There's like four teams that really deserve to be there. The rest of them should just not be. They should stay home. It's not worth it. They they don't deserve to be there. There's there's not a, a lot of these teams don't have the heart that that Torch had last year. I don't think Torch deserves to be there either. There's no talent on that team. He doesn't deserve to be there. He doesn't deserve to be in the in the first overall pick conversation. He doesn't deserve to be in the lot in the playoffs. So it's a dumb. It was a dumb system from the start. But the fact that the stupid placeholder team actually won this stupid lottery is so dumb. And if Montreal gets the first pick, it was rigged. I'm telling you, rigged. Why, that's all I got. Why couldn't they just do the lottery after the first round of the playoffs? I don't know. Cause I don't know. You knew once they started going Schooly on with this know. random uh, system that this wasn't going to be simple. They were just no. It was complicated from the beginning. And also, I didn't even know the draft lottery was on that night. So I guess in order for the NHL to make up for people not knowing that the draft lottery was on, they decided to give the first overall pick to a random team. They wanted to blow up Twitter. Just to create more hype. And so there's going to be a second lottery in between the playing round and the playoffs. And every team, all the the eight teams that lose the playing round have a 12.5% chance to win it. So there's also, a, I don't the, understand how the lottery works where they just pull out cards in the middle of the... People just start flipping over cards and what team has what pick. Yeah, and there's the gold card. or I, that, Those things suck. I it's hate like, those it's things. It's like some mathematic... It's, it's some algorithm. Go back to ping pong balls. Ping pong balls, I can understand. This This crap, I don't understand. I don't. I just don't. It's. It's. I hate it. And. Yeah, I don't think it gives a team an incentive to lose in the first round. You don't think Montreal has the incentive to lose in the first round? They're not winning a cup. I don't think so. I think the players are still going to compete. 
You think Montreal has a chance of beating Pittsburgh and then one of Boston, Tampa, Washington, Philly? I don't think they can win the Stanley Cup, but I think they can, they'll still try and win in the first round. Even if they try, they're probably not going to win. Uh, Max Domi's not beating Crosby, and they don't have anybody. Like Carey Price is I don't like, understand how the Senators yeah. have two picks in the top five, and they can't get the first overall pick. Yeah, the Senators kind of got robbed there. They had, Senators have the three and the five pick, though. That's, that's, I mean, that's good stuff. That's just good. Hot. Everyone, why would they trade Carlson? I can't believe they traded Carlson. What a trade. What a trade. Genius. Great trade. Carlson's terrible. And he's overpaid. Carlson was good five years ago for a puck hog offensive only failed to backtrack defenseman. Terrible now, and he makes like $12 million. What a trade. Brady to Chuck. Uh, Anthony Duclair. They got, they got some good guys there. I like what the Suns are building. They're still kind of a joke, but they're, I mean, three in the five pick with some good talent at the draft this year. I like what the Suns are doing. And I hate what the Sharks are doing, so the Suns won that. But, I mean, the Rangers, the Canucks, like, the Flames could get the first overall pick. The Coyotes could get like, the first. Like, what teams would get the first overall pick where you say it wasn't rigged? Like, if the Coyotes get it, it wasn't rigged, because why would they ever help the Coyotes out? The Predators. Panthers. If the Blackhawks get it, that's pretty rigged. Right. The, I mean, if any Canadian team gets it, isn't it rigged? Um, if the Rangers well, get it, no. If the Rangers, Rangers, half Canadians, the teams, half the teams on this in that could get it is rigged. It's pretty well. No, I disagree. the The Hurricanes, Panthers, Islanders, uh, Jackets, and now you're running out of teams. Wild, Preds, Coyotes. They don't care about those teams. So half the league. If the Oilers get it, then what? It, like what is that? They've gone in the first okay. overall pick what, so many times. What is that? Would be what is that? Would be the Canadians, <laughs> the Maple Leafs, the Oilers. Exactly. That, that's what and, I'm saying, though. None of these teams deserve to even be in this conversation. Right. What I'm saying is, fifty percent of the league, you would say, is rigged. Fifty percent. But of especially that, the Canadians. Especially the like I, I will accept the possibility that it wasn't rigged if it was any other team. Besides Montreal. If it was Montreal, <laughs> it's rigged. The French-Canadian kid, the best French-Canadian kid since Lemieux, just happens to go to the Montreal. Are you kidding me? That would be... Who hasn't been good in the last five years. Exactly. And they sell so many jerseys there, sell so many tickets, so much TV ratings. The ratings will go up. and Especially now that the salary cap's not going to go up and with all this crap, the NHL needs money again. This would be the perfect storm for them that sells so much jerseys. That everyone, all these Montreal fans would be watching the draft. That all be, every all of Montreal would be tuned into the draft. All of Canada would be tuned into the draft. Technically, they still only have a twelve point five percent chance. And then, Toronto. I won't even call it rigged. I just call it blasphemous. <laughs> if Toronto gets the first overall pick, this team has had so much yeah, talent come from Toronto the draft. Toronto and Edmonton are in the same category. <laughs> They've squandered it. In in ridiculous ways. It's, it's time for the the Flames or the Jets to get a top pick. <laughs> the Flames and the Jets, those are two. Like if they get the first pick, it's like ugh. I don't think well, any, I don't even think it puts them over the top. Th- those are two teams that will forever be like one one pick. one guy away that will never actually get there. I don't know. The Wild, yeah, the Wild could use it actually. I'd like to see the Wild get it. Minnesota's a great hockey town. Yeah. Of all these teams, if Minnesota got it, I'd be the happiest because then. 
If the Wild got good... Minnesota, the Islanders. If the Wild got good, they'd be on TV. If the Islanders got good, nobody would care about them still. Nobody cared about Tavares. Well, the people yeah. cared about him. Nobody cared about the Islanders when Tavares was there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's not very many teams that you want this first pick to go to. I... Yeah. No. I don't... I don't like Vancouver. I don't like their fans. The Predators, I, that that would be weird. I don't know. They were good recently, as of like three years ago. Now they're just kind of old and washed. Um, and also, yeah, I don't know. I guess the Predators could use a forward, but whatever. The Coyotes, I'd never see Lafreniere play again. I'd never see him. I don't, I don't watch Coyotes hockey. That wouldn't happen. And the Coyotes squander all the talent they get. They make Taylor Hall look like an absolute grinder. Dust. They make Phil Kessel look terrible. Coyotes are bad franchise. If Pittsburgh got the first overall pick, I mean, come on. Come on. What would you even do if you're Pittsburgh? Like, that would just... Pittsburgh getting the first overall pick for like the 30th time in the last 30 years would be the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. The Oilers getting the first overall pick would be dumb because they've blown it so many times in the last decade. They've also capitalized, but they've still blown way too many draft picks to deserve another lottery pick. But I do think Pittsburgh will win. I think Edmonton will win. Like, the Blackhawks are bad enough this year where, like, if they got the first pick, it would be... It's like, okay, maybe... Maybe they might deserve it because they're not a very good team. <laughs> but it's still the Blackhawks, which everyone's kind of sick of the Blackhawks. And it's... I don't know. All I know is that if Montreal gets it, you'll be hearing from me again on this podcast about how great <laughs> it was. I'll go on a 50-minute rant this t- next time. That would be so bad. But, yeah. Lafreniere is a good player. So, whoever, whatever one of these playoff teams that gets Lafreniere is really... They're getting lucky. I don't know. It's just kind of ridiculous. But that's all I got. Anything else? Yeah, I think we I think we covered it. All right. Yep, that's it for this episode. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at bias underscore underscore opinion. Uh, and we'll be back soon with another episode. Uh, thanks for listening.